Hello, hello, hello. This is Dominique, and you are listening to episode 44 of Season with Salt, the podcast. I'm certainly happy that you have chosen to join me today. I want to begin by just thanking you all for your support. I want to thank every listener. Um, I want to thank um, all the members of the Black Podcasting Group um, that has been so supportive on Facebook. Um, I am so pleased. I'm so excited about uh, this particular episode because I have a really, really special guest um, that'll be joining me a little bit later. But I wanted to just um, take some time to encourage um, those of you who might be listening. I think that one of the most precious gifts, and I mean this from my heart, that God has ever given me is this season. And I know that I don't mean to be insensitive um, and to say that the season has been enjoyable and favorable for everybody, because I know certainly people have experienced some very daunting realities, um, whether it is grappling with COVID-19, whether it be yourself or a family member. I understand that there are people dealing with unemployment and just various health issues. I know that this is um, a dark moment for a lot of people, so I want to recognize that. Um, for me in particular, this season has been very eye-opening. I think that God has exposed areas in my life um, where I have not met the mark. Um, he's exposed areas of grace for me. Um, he's opened up opportunities for me. He's given me the confidence to do the things that I am called to do. Um, I just have really... Um, I'm thankful to God uh, for the for this particular time. One of the things in particular that has been very eye-opening to me is the idea that one can walk fully in their purpose in any season. And sometimes I think in our hearts, in our minds, like we think about flourishing and growth um, and and just winning as something that happens in a season where things are perfect. And um, God has just really been showing me that this too is a season of winning. Um, some of the victories that we will experience in this season are the victory of getting over one's fear of moving forward, the victory of leaving behind things that do not speak and do not build towards our purpose, the victory of uh, starting over, the victory of quitting things that don't um, enhance your life, the victory of starting things that do enhance your life. So there's so much to enjoy in this season. And I'm seeing the fruitfulness of this season because of people's willingness um, to start over, to evolve, to become truly who God has called them to be. And so I wanted to take this moment just to say that if you are listening to this podcast, God has purpose for you. Um, if you have dealt with fear, if you have struggled with negative self-talk, if there have been spaces in your life where you felt like you needed to give up because you could not survive, 
I want to let you know that God has given you this season on purpose. Your life is not over. Your possibility is not over. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, and this season is yours. You are called to this season. God intended, and he is intentional about you living and surviving this season. And so the question is, how will you do it? How will you walk through this season knowing that it is a gift from God? And so I wanted to start by just talking about the fact that this is the season where God intends uh, for us to start over, to evolve, and to become. We are all in the process of becoming who we will be. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what family you were born into. We are all called to be um, something. And every day that we are allowed to live, that is a day that we are moving closer to our purpose if we choose to. The key thing is, are we making the choice to move forward and to move closer to our purpose? And so I wanna encourage you today to be thinking about the ideas that have popped in your heart to pursue, the things that you have put on the back burner, the, the excuses that you have made as to why you can't accomplish those things. I want you to think about those things and think about how you can overcome them in this season. I think it's important for us to realize that our experiences, we at the end of the day, we're the sum total of our experiences. And I know that not every experience is positive, so it's easy to want to kind of remove certain experiences or not give certain seasons of life credit for the impact that they have on our overall being. But I think it's important for us to realize that whatever season we're allowed to experience and survive, it is for our good. It is for our purpose. It is so that we can grow um, in the knowledge of Jesus Christ in particular, because he proves to us, um, even in our weakness, just how mighty and how strong he is. And most of all, he proves to us how much he loves us. And so I, I love football, and I think a lot about seasons of football. This is a very peculiar season because there are a lot of conferences that are not playing. Um, but I was thinking about um, seasons within the context of a athletic season, right? Um, you play the, you you play a series of games um, or competitions um, with the intention on winning, right? There are going to be sometimes when you do not win as you anticipate winning. Losing doesn't necessarily mean that the season is over, right? And even if you lose, you're still required um, to continue the season. You can't forfeit the season because you lost one game. You still continue to play the whole season no matter what your record is. I was thinking about how there are some of the greatest, um, there are some of the greatest players um, in sports history um, have not necessarily been on winning teams, but they've contributed to the total outcome. We talk about some great stats of people like LeBron and Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, <laughs> Michael Jordan, um, and some of the athletic greats. They, uh, um, a part of their success, a part of their statistics, a part of their contribution uh, to athletics included what they contributed when their team wasn't winning, 
right? And so even though sometimes it might seem like you are in a losing season, you still have the ability to contribute. And what you contribute in a losing season still builds your repertoire, still builds who you are, still builds your character, still speaks to the type of person that you are and makes you into who you are. You have to decide that losing doesn't mean quitting right? You have to decide that losing doesn't mean that you have to just throw in the towel. You have to decide that you are going to continue. You are going to do whatever is necessary to continue. Our purpose is built on seasons and experiences and the things that we decide to endure uh, and survive. So I present to you the idea that if we are going to evolve, if we are going to become, if we are going to survive, if we are going to start over, there are three really important things that we need. We need endurance. We need faith in the process and the processor, and we need action-filled waiting. I love a quote by Thomas Carlyle. He said that endurance is patience concentrated. Endurance is patience concentrated. There are going to be some days when you are going to want to quit. Every day, your business is not going to make money. Every day, your all your ideas are not going to be fruitful. There are going to be days that are going to be very difficult, right? The, 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 the reality is, the more that we try, the more risks we take, the more we position ourselves for failure. But the reality is, is that you cannot win if you don't try. So endurance is saying, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going even though I experience hurdles. I'm going to keep going even though things don't actually work out the exact way that I think that they should go. Secondly, we have to have faith in the process. Sometimes we can become so overwhelmed and so fearful of the process that we don't even begin to indulge in what it might be. We get excited about the end products and we can we can we can be enthusiastic about pursuing our goals and then we start thinking about the process and we become reluctant and fearful and sad and angry and we can't figure out how to move forward. The most important thing when it comes to looking at your long-term trajectory is having faith in the process. And not only that, but having faith in the processor. God is the processor. He knows the end game. He knows what you are going to accomplish. And he, if you can believe in your heart that God is not going to bring you to something and then just let you stay there, that he's gonna bring you through it, then you are going to make it. So you need to have faith in yourself. You need to have faith in the process. And most importantly, you need to have faith in God. The last thing is that you need to have action-filled waiting. It's one thing to wait. It's one thing to become aggressively impatient. It's one thing to um, um, sit in a space where you're trying to figure out what to do next. But there is something about action-filled waiting. Action-filled waiting is deciding that while you are waiting, you're going to sow into your future. While you are waiting, you're going to sow into the promise, the idea, the innovative thought that you have had, you're going to sow into that. That might mean setting money aside. That might mean being intentional about how you spend idle time. That might mean getting a mentor who's doing the things that you want to do. That might mean uh, um, um, reading an article about something that, um, that, 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 that aligns with your goal or your prospects. 
whatever it is that you have to do, you have to endure, you have to have faith, you have to trust the process, and you have to sow into it while you are waiting for it to come to be. Nothing is just going to appear because you are waiting on it. It takes some commitment from you. I want to quickly tell you a Bible story before my guest comes um, that really speaks to my heart. And it is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. You don't have to uh, be a Bible scholar or somebody who studies the Bible to really understand this. So just bear with me. There is a book in the Bible called Ruth. However, the narrative around this story is not really around Ruth. My favorite, one of my favorite people in the Bible is a woman named Naomi. Naomi is a woman who lost everything. You all, when I tell you she lost everything, she lost everything, everything that she owned and loved. The Bible tells us that she not only lost her husband, but she lost her two sons, and she was so depressed. The Bible also says that her name means bitter. Her name means sad, depressed. She lost everything. The only thing that she had left in her life were two daughters-in-laws, the wives of her two sons who were deceased. Their names were Ruth and Orpah. She said to them, you know, uh, my husband is gone. My two sons are gone. All I have left um, is you two daughters-in-laws. And unfortunately, I can't have any more kids. I'm not going to be able to um, give you um, any more kids to birth a grandchild. It's really useless for you to hang around me. I think you should go and start a new life for yourself. And so she says this to them. And her daughter-in-law, Orpah, says, you know, uh, Miss Naomi, I think you're right. I'm going to go back to my hometown and start my life over, which I think is just fantastic because sometimes we have to take into consideration when, when relationships are not fruitful for us. Ruth, on the other hand, decided that no matter where her mother-in-law would go, she was going to go with her. So she said, I'll go with you, Naomi, whether you need to go. And the Bible um, leads us into this narrative story where um, Naomi mentors Ruth and she gives her instruction on how to work and how to um, understand culture and how to um, make means for them and how to build a house. Naomi really mentors her. And, and, and if you know anything about the book of Ruth, you know that ultimately the book of Ruth is about how the lineage of Jesus Christ is continued uh, through the womb um, uh, of Ruth. But there's this other narrative that's very important for us to remember when we are thinking about the book of Ruth. Here is this very bitter and sad woman named Naomi, who essentially lost everything that she knew. She lost her kids. She lost the promise of the future. She had nothing. The only thing that she has is this one daughter-in-law. And the Bible says that she nurtures and she builds her and she pushes her and she puts all of her energy into the life of Naomi's promise. But ultimately, uh, Naomi, uh, Ruth would have a baby. And the Bible says that Ruth ends up having this baby and getting married. And the Bible says something that really just caught my heart. It says that after Ruth has the baby, that it is Naomi who raises and nurtures and builds and loves the baby. And I was thinking about how um, all that Naomi went through losing a husband, losing two sons, um, moving back home, um, being this representation of bitterness and sadness, being a widow, 
all that she went through, God knew at every step of her life that he was going to reward her with a grandbaby. And the Bible just talks so enthusiastically about how she was, a, this baby was essentially the baby that belonged to Naomi because Naomi stuck with it because she endured, because she had faith in the process, because she decided not to give up on life, because she decided to be faithful and diligent to her family. And God rewarded her. There is a blessing in enduring. There is a blessing in continuing. There is a blessing in not giving up. There is a blessing in realizing that even the most darkest times of your life, they feed into your purpose. They feed into what God has called you to be. The problem that we will face is deciding to walk in that promise and to believe that God would not bring us to a challenge and then just leave us there and not bring us through. God knew from the day one that he was going to bless Naomi through the life of Ruth, but it required Naomi to be faithful. It required Naomi to be diligent. It required her to realize that as long as she was living, her life was not over. As long as she was living, there was still promise. As long as she was living, there was still the opportunity to start over, still the opportunity to evolve, still the opportunity to become, and become she did. And that is one of the most wonderful stories in my book, and from my perspective in the Bible, about redemption and starting over and believing in yourself and, 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 and sticking to it. And I don't know about you, but I want the endurance of, 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 of Naomi. I'm sure she woke up some mornings wondering what God was doing. I'm sure she wondered why Ruth wanted to still hang out with her. I'm sure she thought to herself about how worthless and how she had nothing to offer and nothing to give, but she continued on. And I believe that God honors when we continue because our ability to continue and to persevere is a credit to God. It's a gift. It's telling God essentially that we appreciate the gift of a new day, the gift of a new hour, the gift of a new minute, the gift of a new idea. And so I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you not to take for granted what you have. I want to encourage you not to take for granted the experiences, whether they be positive or negative. I want to encourage you not to take for granted uh, the, 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 the relationships that didn't work. I want to encourage you not to take uh, for granted the business ventures that didn't pan out. All of those, they are working towards building you to become who God intended for you to be. And that's really powerful. And for me, I'm thanking God that he is allowing this season to be for us because he's demonstrating his love towards us by saying that if you can continue, if you can persevere, if you can stick to it, then I will bless you with purpose. I will bless you with opportunity. I will ensure that the days that you live and that you sow will not be in vain. And that's a blessing. Praise God. Um, I am happy and pleased to have um, today with me um, a woman who wears many hats, an educator, um, a missionary, 
um, a gifted musical artist, and that is none other than Dr. Lucinda Taylor, Missionary Taylor, First Lady Taylor, Lucinda Marie. She's got a lot of uh, <laughs> of, of things that you can call her, but I'm just privileged to have um, her um, with me today. Dr. Taylor, this podcast episode, I have been talking about the value and the importance of starting over. And right. I want, um, I, I just um, ha- have this burden for letting people know um, that you can actually start over and there is not an age or there's not a season where it's impossible for you to decide to do that. And you um, most certainly career, your personal life, your ministry, Yes, um, you are um, an individual that has some experience with starting over. And I'd love to hear from you um, just a little bit about that and, and what your advice would be to those who are becoming and, and, and starting over. I actually think that's a great question. And when you're in the middle of a situation starting over is sometimes the last thing you want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think especially if you're really intent on getting up from where you are or getting out of where Mm -hmm. you are, starting Mm -hmm. over becomes the motivation. And I've said to women, I've said to men, especially uh, during the the season that I have been in, starting over has to be something first you want to do. And then um, your relationship with the Lord has to be secure Mm -hmm. and founded on the word Mm -hmm. because it's that relationship Mm -hmm. and that alone, the word of God, that is Mm -hmm. going to move you to this new place. Mm -hmm. Um, What I would say to them is, one, you have to make a decision that I cannot stay stay where I am. Mm -hmm, Two, mm -hmm. you have to make the decision that following God is ultimately uh, going to be the best choice in terms of a decision. And Mm -hmm. then most importantly, as the scripture says, faithful at works is dead. Mm -hmm. You've got to get up and move yourself in forward uh, to become what God has next for you. I appreciate that. And I want to say that your what you're talking about, and I love the use of the word season, is really in alignment with the lyrics and the words to your new single, I Correct. Became. And it, as I was listening to it, and I've listened to it several times, I'm thankful for it and being able to download it on Praise Apple God. Music and all the different places. And the words are so powerful because they're really calling people to this place of decision. Correct. Right. And and positioning people to realize that it's that faith that, that moves you outside of what you're in yes. to, to becoming. When you were writing, did you write the song? I did. When you were writing the song, um, what experiences did you put into the writing? Like, what what were you thinking about? Well, um, like most people who are going through the unthinkable is what mm-hmm. I'm calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are challenged with a grappling or handling something you never expected to handle, mm-hmm. um, it puts you in a place of listening. Um, And I have to tell you, going through what I've gone through the last two years, God really got my attention and Mm -hmm. he did have something he wanted me to say. So Mm -hmm. the words of this song really came by way of what I call an angel that Mm -hmm. I saw out by the river. When Mm -hmm. you're in this place of loneliness and isolation Mm -hmm. and abandonment, 
Mm -hmm. um, depression comes. Mm -hmm. I mean, just by weight nature of it. And in that moment, I just felt like I did not want to move. And God mm -hmm. said, get up. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And but for my dog who needed to be let out, I mm -hmm. probably would not have gotten up. But I went mm -hmm. out. I saw a woman sitting out at the river. Mm -hmm. um, and I had never behind my house is a river. And and again, I, I just kept praying, Lord, you know, tell me what you need me to do. Mm -hmm. As I walked by the woman at the river um, who's who had on a hoodie. And, you know, when you have the string pull, you can't see your face. And mm -hmm. so as I walked past her, she said, Jesus loves you. Mm hmm. And I was stunned. It's like, oh, okay. And so I kept walking. When I made the loop, she was gone. That night, God kept me up all night. Mm -hmm. He wanted me to grab my pen. Mm -hmm. And I did. And these words came. There were mm -hmm. questions I was asking in my head. Um, that same morning, Marcus McCauley of MMS Sessions had mm -hmm. heard about this experience that I had. Mm -hmm. And he said, you need to get in the studio right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so within days, I was in the studio. And within days, I had the background vocals. And um, it's what was produced, I think, by me accepting where I was, mm -hmm. knowing that God had something else for me to do, and then moving forward to get it done. Amen. Amen. I was just talking earlier in the podcast before you joined about Ruth and Naomi and about how a lot of times because the name of the book is Ruth, people right. forget about the narrative of Ruth or of Naomi and how That's true. Um, the Bible says that her name meant bitter. Yes. Um, and the story was really not really supposed to be about her. Uh, she nurtured and, and really grew. Um, her daughter-in-law into the woman that she became. But I love at the end of the book how it talks about how um, it didn't say, and Ruth nurtured and weaned the baby. The scripture says, and Naomi weaned the, ba weaned, That's weaned correct. the baby. And so when you were talking about um, how the progression of how God does things, I couldn't help but to think about God's divine timing. And um, like you have said, and for those um, listen to this song and go and download it on the on the various platforms. I want you, as you are listening to the song, to think about just like in the divine timing, God made provision for Naomi and provided for her um, through a faithful daughter. Yes. How God caused uh, uh, Dr. Taylor to have a dog that she loved that needed to be walked. Exactly. And exactly. then ran into a lady in a park who who positioned her. And then she yielded to the Lord in the middle of the night and, yes. and, and found a pen. And then the, and shared her story with somebody else who said, let's get in the studio. And then the studio was available. And then God exactly. is not going <laughs> to allow for the thing that you um, that he puts in your heart to lay dormant, but it takes faith. It takes getting up to walk the dog. It takes picking up the pen. It takes exactly. asking God, "Why am I still up? <laughs> Why can't you I are preaching right now? <laughs> that word want? is good, and somebody needs to hear it. Praise because God. it's easy to lay there and mm -hmm. do nothing. It's mm -hmm. easy. Mm -hmm. It's comfortable. It's comforting. Mm -hmm. But it's not the purpose that God has brought you here for. Right. Right. And so when, the, when, when folks listen to your single, and I know many who are listening to this podcast have probably already heard your single, um, but, I'm, but if they're probably playing it on repeat like me. 
it really is a story. It's not it, a singular sort exactly. of like, oh, this is what happened one day. So without further ado, I'm really, really, really pleased and happy to be able to play your single. So um, I hope that you all who listen enjoy it and remember that you can download it on essentially all music platforms. So let's take a listen. dark times in my life how do i praise you when i don't see the light how do i help my neighbor when i need help i become i become
my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much for um, listening. <laughs> Dr. Taylor, I, I tell you, the lyrics um, to this song are just so powerful. And I don't think that some, we, we live in a world artistically where lyrics don't matter and people just make sounds and they, you know, like you, it's catchy and it's right. memorable. But the, this song, um, the elements of this song are both that it ministers to the spirit, it ministers to the, the, the area of faith for which all of us are dealing with in this season, and it also gives us a call to action. So I want to thank That's you right. for allowing God uh, to use you, allowing God um, to speak through you as you sing. And will you let the listeners know um, just any final words that you have and then where we can find you, where we can download the music and what anything that you're doing next that you want folks to know about? Certainly. Um, final words would be, um, we walk by faith and not by sight. This yeah. song is clearly an action Mm -hmm. uh, uh, through words for you to trust God, even though you don't have the answers to your questions. Mm -hmm. um, and so even if there's injustice or justice that you can't see, um, what the call of action here is for you to trust God to have the answer yeah. um, and move forward to become what is best for you because it is best that you move into purpose. Um, for those of you who are interested in downloading the song, I encourage you to go to my website, Lucinda, L-U-C-I-N-D-A, Marie Artist at gmail.com, or you can go to LucindaMarieMusic.com, um, the website. Thank you so much. And um, all this information will be um, on our Facebook page um, as well, um, D.Bomonte. You can also um, go and find out where you can download the music um, on our website as well in case you um, didn't write that down hopefully you did um, you can go to dominiquebomonte.com and um, all of, we'll, we'll make sure that the information is available on all of our Instagram and social media platforms Dr. Taylor Missionary Taylor I just want to thank you um, for the time that you've taken to be with me and um, I pray a much success for you in your current endeavor and just know that you have my support. I certainly do appreciate this opportunity. And look, you are incredible. Um, and I just pray God's blessing on whatever project you take up next. Thank you so much. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. I want to thank my guest, uh, Dr. Lucinda Taylor, for joining. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share. Um, Dr. Taylor is releasing her single officially on September the 7th. Uh, she's having a, uh, a single release party um, that you can join on Facebook. Um, all the information are, will be in the episode notes. Um, you can also go to her website. That information is listed in the episode notes as well. But support this music and support uh, the endeavor. I guarantee you, you will be blessed. Uh, thank you again uh, for joining this episode. And we're looking forward to uh, sharing with you again. Remember, you can listen to this podcast on 11 different platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, 
um, or whatever your favorite um, podcast platform is. Please take the time to listen. Please share with a friend. Uh, if you believe it, it'll be a blessing to them. And again, let all your words be seasoned with salt.